This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, February 3rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Industry critic gets Senate ag seat. Vilsack advances. And survey shows active interest in carbon payments. Senate ag expands to the left. The Senate Agriculture Committee is expanding its membership with three new Democrats who could give the committee a push to the left on some issues, including climate policy. The new members include Cory Booker, a New Jersey Democrat, a vegan who's a sharp critic of large-scale livestock farming, as well as checkoff programs. He also has pushed for big increases in conservation spending to address climate change. The other new members include newly elected Raphael Warnock of Georgia and Ben Ray Luan of New Mexico. Luan had a near-perfect record with the League of Conservation Voters as a House member. Pennsylvania Democrat Bob Casey is leaving the panel. Now keep in mind, Republicans haven't announced their membership yet, but freshman Kansas Senator Roger Marshall uh, is expected to get a seat. He set in on yesterday's confirmation hearing for Tom Vilsack, President Joe Biden's nominee for Agriculture Secretary. Marshall did not get to ask questions. By the way, the committee's incoming chairwoman, Debbie Stabenow of Michigan, has also taken a seat on the Environment and Public Works Committee, which will broaden her influence when it comes to climate policy. Vilsack heads for quick confirmation. Stabenow says she's looking for the soonest opportunity to get a Senate floor vote on Vilsack's nomination. I'd love for it to be this week. We'll just have to see, Stabenow told reporters after the committee unanimously approved Vilsack during a brief meeting yesterday afternoon off the Senate floor. Vilsack used his confirmation hearing uh, yesterday morning to address concerns about Biden's climate policy, including plans to set up a carbon bank through USDA and Biden's push for electric vehicles. Vilsack assured senators that using the Commodity Credit Corporation to fund a carbon bank wouldn't affect farm program payments. He also sought to dispel concerns that the committee's ranking Republican John Bozeman has had that carbon credits would primarily benefit investors and traders. By the way, there were similar concerns that former President Barack Obama's unsuccessful cap-and-trade plan would have been a huge windfall for Wall Street. For more on the Vilsack hearing, plus a look at concerns about the Biden administration's trade policy with China, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. Survey shows farmer interest in carbon payments. Farmers are showing interest in getting paid for capturing carbon as a part of their operations. That according to the latest Purdue CME Group Ag Economy Barometer. 30% of respondents to the January survey were, quote, aware of opportunities to receive payment for capturing carbon, the survey found. Of those, slightly more than one in five were in active discussions about receiving carbon payments. Why it matters? Well, the responses translate to between 6 and 7% of farmers who have given consideration to contractually sequestering carbon, according to the survey, which tracks farmer sentiment each month. Bozeman worried about budget process. 
congressional Democrats are moving ahead with their threat to use the budget reconciliation process to enact Biden's $1.9 trillion stimulus plan. And Bozeman fears that will mean the Ag Committee will have little input in the aid package. He said when you're making those kinds of decisions concerning ag policy, big decisions, the idea of bypassing the Senate Agriculture Committee is a huge problem, the Arkansas senator told reporters. The budget process would allow Democrats to pass the aid bill with no GOP votes. Milk producers want U.S. in Pacific Rim Pact. U.S. dairy is more dependent than ever on expanding export markets. And National Milk Producers Federation CEO Jim Mulhern is pressing the Biden administration to follow the British lead and apply to join the Comprehensive Progressive Trans-Pacific Partnership, the Pacific Rim Trade Pact that former President Donald Trump pulled the U.S. out of in 2017. Key Asian markets like Vietnam and the Philippines, with their expanding middle classes and rising demand for dairy, are examples of foreign countries where the U.S. can boost sales. Both countries, along with Japan and eight others, are members of the CPTPP. The U.K. applied to join last weekend, and China has expressed interest in doing so as well. Mulhern is also pressing the Biden administration to finish negotiations that are already ongoing for a free trade pact with the United Kingdom and with Kenya. Trump's terrorism label for Cuba under review. One of the last actions taken by the Trump administration was to declare Cuba a state sponsor of terrorism. And now the Biden administration is considering its options. Secretary of State Tony Blinken said in an interview with MSNBC's Andrea Mitchell, the declaration won't prevent U.S. agriculture exports to Cuba, according to Paul Johnson, president of the U.S. Agriculture Coalition for Cuba. But it further stresses the relationship between the two countries that U.S. farm groups would like to see repaired. Cuba imports about $2 billion worth of ag commodities a year, but only a small percentage comes from the U.S. Still, Cuba is the fourth largest foreign market for U.S. poultry, according to the USA Poultry and Egg Export Council. Meat industry touts lower COVID numbers. COVID-19 cases among meat and poultry workers have fallen considerably since May. That according to the North American Meat Institute, which represents meat and poultry processors. Citing data from the Food and Environment Reporting Network, NAMI said the meat and poultry sector had an average of 32.6 new reported cases per 100,000 workers per day in January 21, two-thirds lower than the average of 98.4 new reported cases per 100,000 workers per day in May of 2020. The current infection rate is about 60% lower than the population as a whole, according to NAMI. Why it matters? Well, the report comes the day after a House committee sent letters to major meat packers seeking documents on how they have handled COVID at their facilities. Here's today's He Said It. Agriculture is probably the first and best way to begin getting some wins in the climate arena. That Tom Bilsack on the importance of ag carbon policy to the Biden administration. 
Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, February 3rd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.